Welcome to FFG Insights. My name is Brian Ullman. I'm a certified financial planner here at Ford Financial Group. And I'm here with Ryan Louie, who's also a certified financial planner at Ford Financial Group. Ryan, how's it going? It's going good. Good. Um, this is our fourth episode of the podcast now that's designed for clients, really, for our clients to answer their questions. I think pretty frequently we get similar questions as we talk to people and meet with people. And so this is a chance for us to answer those questions um, and get that answer out there to people who are even uh, kind of unsure about what questions they want to ask. Yeah, uh, I think uh, during meetings we get maybe a little bit more of a chance to talk to clients about what's happening specifically in the markets. Um, during times when we're doing calls to clients, um, oftentimes we end up leaving sometimes messages for clients where you can't talk for too long. So we're giving a quick you know, snippet about what's going on. Right. I think having a, the chance to do a podcast gives us the opportunity to, to talk a little bit more about what's going on. Yeah, and and I think reach more people at once. So it is. We're recording this uh, on Thursday, April 11th. Um, market's been doing pretty well here lately. We're about to head into, or we are heading into, earnings season. Uh, and Ryan, why don't you describe a little bit about what. What exactly earnings season is? Yeah, so earnings season means that this the time of season where, or time of year, for each quarter the companies have to come out and talk about what their previous earnings were and what their expectations are going forward. So it's a it's kind of a snapshot, um, a chance for the companies to talk about what the status is of the company. Um, coming on April 22nd and then the following two weeks after that are really the bulk of the earnings seasons of the companies that we would be most interested most in, interested in sure. the broader representation of the S&P 500. Yeah. And and like you said this happens every quarter and it's looking back, right? So we get this in January, April, July, October. And so in January, companies are reporting how they did in the prior 3 months or the prior quarter. Yes. Um, and then as part of their earnings call, sometimes it goes on, you'll get some um, estimates or some forward guidance or whatever whatever you want to call it from these companies on how they think it's going to go in the future as well. So there's a little backward-looking information or a lot of backward-looking inf- information and then some forward-looking information too. And it's that that information is pretty important on how prices are stocked. Right. Well, one of the one of stocks the, are priced. Yeah. One of the issues um, that you have with reporting your quarterly numbers is that Wall Street has these expectations of what your numbers should be. Right. And so that that becomes sort of that benchmark. Um, we know before the call is going to happen that Wall Street has these expectated ex- expectations uh, for the results and whether the company meets these or beat the, beats these um, or doesn't plays a large result in what the stock price is going to do um, shortly thereafter. Yeah, and so you know what you find is that if a company exceeds expectations in their earnings for the prior quarter, oftentimes what you'll see is the price of that stock go up. Um, so just kind of a quick primer, uh, this, this price of a stock generally reflects what a company earns. Right, and so if they're earning more, then therefore people are willing to pay more for a share of their stock, and so it can go higher. Um, it's a price-to-earnings ratio or PE ratio. Some people may have heard of. We're not going to get too deep in the weeds here, talking about PE ratios and those kinds of things. But suffice to say, a company earns more money, their stock is going to be more valuable, particularly if they're earning more money than everybody had expected or priced into their stock already. Um, 
And sometimes we see, and I, you may have noticed this as well, Ryan, is that at the kind of towards the end of the quarter or beginning of a new quarter before earnings, sometimes markets can get a little bit jumpy as people kind of begin, or not investors so much because they're in it for the long haul, but traders really start to position themselves a little bit differently heading into earnings season. Well, sometimes there, I think there's a um, movement within the stocks that happen during qu- the, the quarter, um, and people are trying to guess as to where the stock price is going to move based upon the quarterly results. Sure. And so you get a lot more volatility um, in certain companies right before they're going to report Right. And then definitely right afterwards because well, people the are placing are yeah place. people are placing their bets. They're right. thinking X Y Z company is going to either beat or fail to meet expectations. Right. Um, so that's kind of where we are now. I will say that you know as we stand here on April 11th as we record this, the market's done pretty well over the last um, well we could say 11 days. I haven't had 11 trading days, but since the beginning of the new quarter, we've done fairly well. Um, I don't know the number off the top of my head, but um, you know, we've basically continued some pretty decent growth where we got it here in the first quarter of the year. Now it's continuing into the second quarter of the year. Yeah, I think part of that, too, um, to jump away from earnings, too, is what the Fed has been coming out saying. Um, and I think that that has helped pro- you know, project the market to go upwards with the Fed pausing in terms of raising interest rates. Right. So, well, in the, we're almost kind of looking at what kinds of things are going, might affect the market here in the short or intermediate term as we go forward. It's not just earnings and whether or not Apple sold more cell phones than everybody thought or Nike sold more sneakers, but uh, there are also kind of some macro things that are going on here. It might be what the Federal Reserve is doing with interest rates uh, or if they're even lowering interest rates and not raising them, quantitative easing versus quantitative tightening and so on, um, or even a trade China. deal with China. Right, Yeah. right. So um, it's hard to say, particularly with markets, what's going to happen in the short short term. All it takes is a tweet or something like that to derail. Well, we, we got a sign of that in September of last year where things were really good at the end of September. And we were thinking that you know, the year can end on a positive note with the last quarter and the market went the, the opposite direction. So it is always hard to know exactly where the, you know, where the market's going to go in the, in this short term. Right. And, and I think as we look in the longer term, some of these macro indicators are one of the things that we're really looking at saying, what are the things that could cause markets to move higher from here? Um, and the things would be a good earning season where these companies are being able to grow quarter over quarter. And therefore, you know, the, price of their stock needs to be repriced, meaning higher if they're beating expectations. Or something that's more macro and, and not at such a granular corporate level, but uh, you know, if we reach some trade deal with China, which frankly I don't think is going to happen anytime soon, but if it happens, that could push stocks higher. Or if the Fed decides they're going to come out and ease on monetary policy, that could help as well. Right. Uh, I think that, um, as Brian mentioned, you know, if, if there was a deal struck with China, I think expectation may be that GDP may go up. And then that's sometimes a reason why people would price stocks higher if, if GDP was to be better than expected. Right. Well, and, and yeah, GDP. And so I guess that's the, the logical next step is if we have some sort of trade deal with China or if the Federal Reserve decides to ease on rates, that could cause growth. And so now we're looking kind of on the economic side saying, you know, that would be unemployment rate going lower or building permits going higher or unemployment 
claims going lower. There's all lots of, of economic yeah, numbers all, out there. Exactly right. And that's the kind of fundamental side. So where we would have economic growth that would lift all boats, yes. basically, um, as being one of the ways. And then the flip side is also true. And, and I think that's one of the reasons why we've seen, particularly late last year, some of the volatility, not just with the Federal Reserve or trade with China, but kind of this general fear that we're entering this um, slowing a period of slowing global growth. Yeah, so one of the things that we saw late last year was, especially maybe in October, was earnings not meeting some of the expectations. And and that kind of bled into January where expectations were that um, earnings were going to continue to go lower. And we have seen a little bit of this bleeding of of earnings dropping just slightly. But when you have earnings continue to drop, then the expectation is, is that the markets need to adjust prices to to that new expectation. Right. Well, and you, and you lump in the fact that maybe some manufacturing numbers are soft. It's like we're still growing both in corporate earnings and kind of in the economic numbers that we parse through, um, but we are not growing as quickly. Yes, and if you're as not, we used to. So the idea is if you're not growing, you're shrinking. So it's not even about whether we're growing or shrinking, it's really, it's are they getting better or are they getting worse? And so things can be good, but not improving. And right. that really shows you what kind of trajectory we may, may be on. And there's no way to tell. We could, be, we could have slowing growth for years, but still be growing. So it, I, I think it's funny because all of this, we, we push all of these kind of pieces of information together. What's going on with trade? What's going on fundamentally with economics? What's going on with these companies? Um, and then we put that together and try to read the tea leaves and figure out what the future holds. And it's a, it, there's no way short of having a crystal ball to know exactly what's going to happen. Yeah, I think um, the one thing I've been telling clients as far as setting the table for expectations going forward is we've had a heck of a good first quarter. Right. But it's not likely to be sustainable. Now I keep my fingers crossed that it, you know, that it, that it keeps keeps going up at the rate that it, it, it did at the first quarter. But likely it's not. You know, personally, um, to make an analogy here, um, there's times that you know I've run races, and you know, you know, you're you're at the starting line, and you got you got kids that are as young as 10 years old, and you have you know adults that are as old as 80, and as you start to run. Um, what, you'll have these kids just sprinting all out. Out of the blocks. Out of the blocks. And you're like, geez, I'm never going to be able to keep with the, up with them. And then, you know, five minutes later you're running and all of a sudden they're walking because they sprinted out of the gates and can't sustain it for the entire race. Right. And I kind of think that, you know, you know, the market can act like that at times as well. It has strong spurts and then it slows down. But the expectation... You know, shouldn't be that when you have those strong spurts that it's going to last forever right. because it's probably not. No, no. I, well, let's put this in context, right? You have, let's say you have a 60-40 portfolio that's up 10% for the first quarter, which for some people's portfolios, that's the case. Extrapolate, like, think about this in context. If you're earning 10% a quarter, you're looking at a 40% annualized return in a year. Yeah. Is that going to happen? Probably not. No. Probably not. No. I yeah. mean... I, I'm reasonable. <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb here and say, no, you're not going to get 40% this year out of a 60-40 portfolio. So, okay, we've gotten 10% so far. What are we looking at maybe for the year? 10, 15, 20%? I don't know the answer to that, but I can bet you that we're not a quarter of the way through the annual growth. It certainly feels as though we're much further into that, right. uh, whatever the final number will be. So. 
I know I've been telling a lot of people it was a great quarter. I think we expect to see some continued growth out of our portfolios, whether they're aggressive, mid of the world, or conservative. But we're not going to continue this kind of 10% pace um, or whatever percentage is you got in the first quarter. It's just not going to continue. I don't think it's going to keep up. So, um, you know, we've made some adjustments in the portfolios accordingly, right? We've taken a little bit, taken some some gains off the table and, and shuffled some things around. Um, in light of what's going on with interest rates and what with some of the fundamental data and so on. So um, I think it's important kind of to keep in mind and keep expectations in check as we go forward and through the remainder of the year. So, yeah, the idea of all of this is just to let people know what's going on in the short term, give them a quick update. Yeah. Um, we're never going to try to guess the direction of the market and where it's going to be um, a month or two months from now. Right. Um, but I think keeping clients up to date, and we'll do this again as yeah. things continue to change. You let people know, you know, what's what's news hap- what's happening, and you know what's what's affecting the market. Yeah, these aren't going to be. I, I don't think any of these recordings are going to be market updates regularly, uh, like every week or every other week or something. Um, but I think we'll check in on markets pretty regularly because it's part of what we do here, certainly. Um, and right now is an interesting time because we're heading into an important period, which is earn- which is earnings season, an influential period. So, um, with that in mind, we'll leave it for we'll leave it there for now. Um, if you'd like to contact our office, if you're a client and you have questions, or if you're not a client and you have questions or would like to reach out to us, uh, you can reach us on our website at FordFG.com. That's Ford, like the car, F-O-R-D-F-G.com. Um, we also have a toll-free telephone number, which is 855-449-8669. Uh, and then our local number in Fresno is 559-449-8690. If you'd like to email us or anybody here at the office, you can. the easiest place to, to reach us is info at forwardfg.com. And uh, we'll leave it there and read some disclosures. Do you have anything else before we wrap it up? No, I think that was a good summary of what's been happening recently. I do too. Okay, let's get on with the disclosures. The advisors with Ford Financial Group are registered representatives with and securities are offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, and SIPC. Investment advice is offered through Ford Financial Group, a registered investment advisor and separate entity from LPL. The opinions voiced in this material are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. All performance referenced is historical and is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. Stock investing involves risk, including loss of principal, and no strategy assures success or protects against loss. The economic forecast set forth in this podcast may not develop as predicted. Ford Financial Group and LPL Financial do not provide tax service or advice. Uh, the information is not intended as a solicitation for or an offer to buy or sell any security referred to herein. Thanks for listening, and we look forward to seeing you in the next podcast.